Welcome back to Star Realms Minicast. Paul Solomon here. And we're going to jump right into it. Question of the day time. If you tuned in to the last couple episodes or saw on Facebook, we got an exclusive pre- a preview. It's not exclusive anymore, I suppose. A preview of some new promos that are going to be um, coming out of the Frontiers Kickstarter campaign. These have a new mechanism called docking, which allows you to potentially keep those, hand- keep those cards... Um, to play again hand after hand if you have an allied uh, base in play during your discard phase. Um, So in other words, if you played Imperial Defender, uh, which is one of these yellow cards that has this ability, and you have a yellow base in play, then when it's time to discard your cards, instead of discarding that card, put it back into your hand and draw five cards more. So you would have six cards, one of which is Imperial Defender. Uh, very cool. I'll go over them briefly, but the question is simply, what do you make of these? Which one's your favorite? Uh, how do you see it changing the game? Any thoughts on docking in these promos? Let's see, we got Imperial Defender. This is basically a Corvette with no ally ability. It has docking instead. So it's going to give you one combat draw card, yellow faction. And if you have a yellow base in play, put it back in your hand at discard. We have the uh, Trade Raft. This is the blue one, and it's basically a cutter with no ally ability. Instead of allying for for combat, if you have a blue base in play, you put that back in your hand. That's going to be pretty sweet. We have Sentinel. That is the green one. It uh, does five combat and docks with a green base to go back to your hand. And finally on red, and I'm not sure I can remember what this thing is called, uh, Temple Guardian. It is uh, basically a patrol bot with no ally ability. Just if you have a red base, dock it to your hand. And so that's four money, sorry, two money or four attack. Um, all very cool. Call into the show, leave a message, reply on Facebook. Let's hear your thoughts and uh, we'll get back to it. Okay, let's dive into some write-ins here before we get to a call in from Ori Kagan. All right, Mo Tizer, Marauder Mo says, I think these are really cool. It's basically a harder-to-activate ally ability, and the theme is on point. From the ship titles to the images to the mechanism itself, it's really tight thematically. Bang on there, Marauder Mo. Um, The idea of ships docking with bases, super sound, and I really like it. Brad Elke says, I think they're pretty strong at three, but that's fine for promos. Like any cards that give benefits for having... I like any cards that give benefits for having bases. I always think they're fun. More on this later about promos giving benefits to bases. But um, Marco Pape says it's only eight cards in 300. So I suppose you're not going to see it that often, um, which is true. He he says that's – he sort of puts Sad Panda by that. I guess he wants more. Um, the thing is, you know, 300 cards is if you use all three base decks and basically the whole gigantic deck. It shouldn't even be called big deck now. It's gigantic deck. Um, but if you just use Frontiers and these, that's probably, you know, 8%, 9% of the cards. It's pretty good. Uh, let's go back to Brad Elke's thought for a second. He says they're pretty strong at 3, and here's my read on the power uh, costing, is they essentially took cost 2 cards that exist and are pretty strong, I would say. Patrol Bot, strong. Cutter, strong. Warkite, strong. Then they took away their Scrap or Ally abilities, gave just their primary abilities, and replace them with the docking ally ability for ships on, against bases, and 
up to three. I think that that, that all makes sense. Um, let's see. The uh, Leonardo Alberto Souza says the Star Empire one with draw a card power seems overpowered. And actually, this is funny because I thought that that was initially the weakest of them. Um, he says potential for a hand with a lot of cards, but this yellow card docked, you'll have a turn with seven cards in hand. This for a three cost card seems too good. No, he's right. But one of those cards is just giving you one attack in yellow faction, which is not that, not that huge. I don't think, um, I actually think that the, the, uh, um, guard, uh, temple guardian, the red one, which is basically patrol bot with docking. I think that might be the best. And the reason is, which I don't think anyone has mentioned just yet on the comments, um, it's going to be the easiest to dock because anybody that's played Colony Wars knows how big of an impact warning beacons have. And so you can play a patrol bot. You can pull a warning beacon into play, which lets you dock that again. And it's very good. Plus, I just think the flexibility of four attacker two money is very, very strong. Okay. Um, Clamp replies, I can't wait to make people discard six or seven hands using base bounces and stuff. Because that's true. How awesome would it be to have somebody, you know, put, put two or three of these in their hand and then make them discard all of them with yellow? That would be very fun. All right, that'll be it for now. I'm going to throw over to Ori. We'll listen to his call, and then I'll come back for more comments. Hi, Paul. Uh, Ori OK here. First time, I guess, not caller, uh, answerer. Wow, this is what I love about Star Realms, these new things, which just gives you more options. And as, a, as much as this gets me excited, this also gets me fearful because you can always be on the other side of that thing. I mean, all these times where you have this recycling station which you just can't destroy and it completely screws you up. Imagine, imagine just having that on the other side with a tiny base which you just don't have enough damage to destroy, just ripping you apart over and over, especially the, the blob version of it, hitting you with that five damage, or even the yellow one which just gives your opponent just another card. That would be really, really frustrating. And if it's on your side, then yes, fun. Big thanks to Oreo K for the call in. Always appreciated. <clears throat> we got more write-ins here. First of all, a couple of clarifications. Patrick Lee Con Connolly wants to understand if you didn't play it that turn and it's going to be discarded, or if you do, or both. Um, but basically, anytime you play this card from your hand, at the end of the turn, okay, actually, you know what? It doesn't even have to come from your hand now that I think about it. Let's say you have uh, Factory World and you, bring freight, and you bring Freight Raft into play directly. Fine. Freight Raft um, has a Trade Fed base in play. When, it, when it's time to discard it, instead, just hold on to it for a second, draw your five cards, and add Freight Raft in. And it is possible that multiple of these could go back to your hand. Then on the next turn, if you play it, when it's time to discard that, if you still got a blue base, put it back. Uh, okay, so I think we're clear on that. Let's see what else. Um, Brad Elke says, hello, base wall. Sentinel will be getting a lot of use since those non-output blob bases are easier to keep in play. Um, yes. Trade wheel just got a lot better. All right, let's see. <clears throat> mm, ba -ba -ba -boop -beep -bop. 
Baseball is already the optimum strategy, says C.C. Kinnison, in most cases. Let's make it stronger. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I agree. John Asier Barcena says, that's not true. If there is some damage in the trade row, an initial base wall is impossible. Moreover, the extra cards, the extra draws and scrap can overcome a base wall and fight. And finally, there are not many times when you can put into practice this strategy. I will agree that these, uh, I don't, number one, I don't think that the base wall is already the optimum strategy. Um, I don't think there is an optimum strategy apart from scrap generally is good. Um, but it is true that this is heightening the, uh, the bases, uh, importance. No doubt about that. Again, if it's eight cards and 300, it's not that big a deal, but we'll see how this goes. Um, Rick DeMille brings up a really good point. Darklighter says, what if you copy one of these with stealth needle? Do you get stealth needle back as well? And I think absolutely that's true. Morgan Tyser says he can't imagine not. So let's say you play, um, you play, what's that one called? Let's say you play Imperial Defender, okay? Uh, while you've got a yellow base in play, and then you play Stealth Needle on your Imperial Defender. Not only do both cards draw a card, but as long as you have that yellow base in play when you're time to discard, then both are coming back to play because Stealth Needle copies that card until the end of your turn, and your turn doesn't end until you draw your new cards or, you know, until basically you pass the whole turnover. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I think that's a definite would happen. Another interesting question that Rick DeMille brings up here um, about Mech World interacting with these things. He said, if I have a hand of these four cards in Stealth Needle and Mech World in play, um, then do they all come back, basically? He said he would have a hand of 10 cards on his next turn and every turn after that if the opponent can't kill Mech World, Is that right? Uh, if so, can't wait to see that on Plays of the Week. And I don't think that that is true. <clears throat> Here's what I've said, and this has been said about Mech World before, and similar things have been said about Mercenary Garrison. Mech World probably does not do what you want it to do for all of these docking cards. Mech World provides faction to anybody that wants um, allies, okay? Provides faction to trigger ally abilities, but it itself is a red base. That is to say, if you play Sentinel and it's discard time and it's looking for a green base, you don't have one. You have Mechworld, which is a red base. So I don't think it will do that. However, I did bring this up. If you play a Stealth Tower and copy, let's say, your opponent's blue base, then that probably does the trick for um, the blue card, uh, Freight Raft, and also for Temple Guardian, because in that case, Stealth Tower counts as a blue base and counts as a red base, being Stealth Tower. So I we didn't get a ruling on that, but I'm pretty, pretty confident that that is true. All right, let's see. Um, there was... There was some confusion again. Would you only draw four cards or would you draw this card as normal? Um, docking cards are, add to your hand limit for the next hand, any hand where they dock. So you get a full new five new cards and then you can dock whatever cards had that docking happening for you. Um, Clemp says this is a good implementation of the quote-unquote two-hand card effect. It doesn't directly affect the board when bought, 
well done in his opinion. Yeah, I like it. I think this is really going to be interesting. Um, and depending on what sets you play with, it will have perhaps limited effect. Um, who knows? Jason Mayer says power creep is real. These are amazing. And that's, you know, maybe the subject for another episode. Is power creep a thing in this game? Offhand, I'll say yes, but it's not really a problem. I think cards are getting more powerful since Colony Wars, and we'll be excited to see what goes on in um, Frontiers. But, you know, both players have access to it, so it's not really a problem. You're not required to buy the new ones. You just play with whatever you're playing with in that uh, in that case. Grant Broadhurst brings up a really good, really good point here, which goes back to what I think CeCe Kinison may have said. And that's this. Uh, I just lost it there. He says, promos in general seem to really push the fifth faction, don't they? And by fifth faction, he means bases. You can think of bases as a fifth faction because a lot of cards rely on there being bases in play. Um, <clears throat> and that's that's pretty much true. The year one promos um, with Breeding Site, Starbase Omega, Fortress Oblivion, Star Market... Um, these things heavily rely on on bases and playing bases, and they get allies from bases and stuff. Um, Star Barge, etc. A lot of the promos that we've seen do have kind of fifth faction stuff going on. Um, it's not true everywhere. I don't think that's true in year two promos, for example. Not that I can think of. Um, but it is true. Uh, they have they have shaped the way that bases are featured in the game. All right, well, that's it for the write-ins, I think. Thanks to everybody that wrote in. Thank you, thank you. We'll be looking forward to how these things play out. And if you print them out and proxy these things, which I may do, I'm likely to do that thing, um, I'll let you know how it goes. Call into the show. Let me know how it goes. Catch you later. All these good comments have put into my mind one other idea. What if there was uh, some kind of a promo base that would allow you to dock any one card round to round it essentially expands your hand size but lets you carry over it sounds pretty broken um it would probably have to be an outpost to give players the opportunity to destroy it way too powerful if it could hide behind other stuff um not sure what the cost on that would be you could call it like a mercenary docking station or something like that and it's just one card round to round definitely would be humongous i don't know what you would cost that at maybe that'll be next week up uh, next episode i don't know tell me your thoughts mercenary docking station could be machine cult maybe i don't know anyway catch you later all right that's gonna do it for this episode of star realms minicast big thanks to ori kagan hero of the day for calling into the show always appreciate that like hearing new voices on the thing um, appreciate everybody that wrote in on Facebook. This was a big topic of discussion. Um, very cool. And uh, coming up this week, let's see. It looks like we're going to have a guest on today um, and perhaps tomorrow as well. I, or not tomorrow. Next week as well. Emil Geiger hopefully will be on the program tonight, assuming that we can fix a difficulty I'm having with the app. Uh, and then next week, we hope to bring on Matt the Cutter Newberg, intrepid co-host of Mega Holland for a crossover episode. Stay tuned for that. See you next time. And until then, I'll see you on the realms.